Hello. Hello. If you'd like to listen to Running Commentary ad-free and get access to other exciting advantages. And support us in our dotage. Yes. Subscribe to us on ACAST Plus now. Subscribe to the Plus and get the good stuff from us. Brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. My thing's already running. I've taken some photos. Let's go. Awesome. Which way? Which way? Which way? Let's go right. Let's go this All way. All right, Robert Frost. So it's lovely, isn't it? We're it's on it's the a fantastic heat morning in the sun. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really late July rather than August, but it's our traditional um, uh, first month, first the Tuesday month. of the month. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so, yeah. and uh, what a July it's been. You know, some people have said. About the weather. I mean, the weather's been a bit weird, but also when it got kind of grey and, and, and humid and showery for a while there, some people didn't like it, but like, like through the main body of Wimbledon. Yes. I love that weather. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Great running weather. Yeah, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been fun. Did you watch Wimbledon? Oh, my word. Yeah. I mean, this will, by the time you hear this, dear listener, it will Wimbledon's be a, distant, a memory. distant memory. But that's the funny thing about Wimbledon is that it's actually instantly a distant memory. It comes and goes so fleetingly, doesn't it? Yeah. And, you, and you're bereft the next day because you've tuned right into it, kind of bubbling away each day. Yeah. And even within it, that's weird. They're saying how the players are uh, weirded out by the fact that by the time they get to, if you get to, particularly if you're someone new, someone like Alcaraz, yeah. you're getting to. Uh, the end of the second week of women, thinking, where is everyone? Yeah, everyone's leaving. Like, <laughs> everyone gone home because they all lost except you. It's a, bit like, <laughs> it's a bit like Love Island in that respect. A lot like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what else it's like, and I feel like, oh, chance to mention, but it's really true. Weakest link. Yeah. Because, of course, I mean, it's, it is the same thing. I won yeah. the weakest link. Yeah. Very big moment for me. And there's no one there. There's no one there. If you go to a tie break, it's <laughs> yeah. me and um, Lucy Porter. It's telly, and it's yeah. filmed in the middle of nowhere, so everyone's got cars. Yes. And they did a little interview afterwards. So everyone even, chips off, yeah. Even Lucy had gone. Yeah. And everyone else. And I walked into the dressing room. There's a bunch of complete strangers. You feel like you've uh, lost. You've won, but you've lost. Yeah, and I want to go to yeah. Great, <laughs> exciting news, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, A, who are you? And B, well, sorry, but we just... Can we go soft yeah. on the thing? Yeah, let's do it. There's some dogs... I, didn't, I knew there was a mixed pond and a ladies' pond. My wife is swimming as we speak, but I didn't know there was a dog's pond. There's a mixed dog's pond, yes. <laughs> Various species. <laughs> yeah, so I... Um, more, dog, more dog action on the run. I, uh, you want to come for a swim with me? <laughs> it's one of my uh, slight 
bugbears, the way people are sort of reflexively a bit negative about Novak. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's a great tennis player. He's a fantastic I mean, I mean, I mean and he's, he, you know, he gave Alcaraz a great game. Alcaraz is fantastic. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, yeah. we'll talk about him. He's superb. Yeah. But you've got to give props to Novak as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, I mean, the whole know. story is predicating on, on the fact that everyone expected him to win. And, yes. and with good reason. Yes. Because he's yeah, incredible. Yeah. He's, he's not, you know, that people sort of have that thing like it's sports and it's, oh, God, he's so old at 36. Um, but it's not just that he's still got it like Federer did. He's better than he ever was. And there's Seems something kind so, of wonderful it? about his uh, playing style, the, the tennis player that he is, is that he started strong, but like a kind of quite a blunt instrument and without any kind of necessarily kind of innate high style. Yeah. He just works He just really got hard. better and better at the yeah. things he does, doesn't he? And outlasting people and working yeah, it out. Yeah. But so, um, but he, he plays to win, like in... in Every, yeah, yeah, percentage. All day, yeah, all yeah, time yeah. He's it's, it's percentage. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it's also interesting when you watch it at a certain age. Because yeah. it is emblematic, isn't it, of like the passing on, isn't it? Of like, you know, old, old versus young. I yeah, mean, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's just, it was just wonderful to see him raging against it and Alcaraz just working him out. Yeah, you're, you're, you're Tennysoning you know. there a bit. Is it yeah. Tennyson? Rage hard against the dragon. Yeah, absolutely, of the light. yeah. He didn't go gentle into that good night. I mean... He smashed his tennis racket off the post. Yeah, Alcaraz <laughs> lost the first at 6-love. 6-1, yes. 6-1. Yeah. And it's like... He was obviously a bit freaked out, but, but he, he, was working, he was working it out. Yeah. And those drop shots over time just started to really hurt, didn't they? Yeah, well, I think that Alcaraz was... Um, yeah, he, I think he went out trying really hard. Well, let's go back a day. Because uh, Jabur, yes, she threw it the day before. Yes, and, yeah, and yeah. everyone was very sympathetic, and I'm sympathetic. She's great, she's lovely, but she steered into that so badly. Yeah. She said, "Oh, this has been a terrible loss for me," but I can imagine, I can imagine her thinking that as she lost as the she's first playing. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, well, she's lost three Grand Slam finals, hasn't yeah. she? Yeah. So there's something going on yeah, there. Yeah, and it's, it just felt like her decision. It felt like she went up there, focused on losing, and she got what she focused on. Yeah. Neither of the... Djokovic or Akrath were um, focused on losing. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, but also, going back to what you were saying about the first set, I think even within that uh, chokiness, that Akrath overdid it. I think he thought... He was trying really hard to not be nervous. Yeah. And he went in too hard. He was, he was just nervous the other way. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. a sort of, not going off too fast, but going off too, too flappy, too kind of, Ugh! you know yeah. what I mean? Ugh! Well, it's like each... You can tell that we both really like tennis. Yeah, we're going to Each tennis match is a... It's a story, really, isn't it? And it's yeah. momentum shifts. Oh, yeah. There's always momentum shifts. And this story was momentous. Yeah. I mean, it literally went from a, a tennis match where people wanted rather more than believe that Alcaraz would even have money in the game, let alone win. Yeah. Because it's not just this match. It's often the case that the most exciting five-set games are earlier on. And, and then a, a true Grand Slam winner just gets to the final and just, sends, just takes someone down. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that could have, and at the end of the first set, you think, oh, well, that would, have, that would have been nice, but there we go. But actually, I think his um, first set... 
I don't think it lulled Djokovic into a full sense of security. He's too good for that. But yeah. it did set him up to kind of, I don't know, it gave him a little bit of, it pushed him up a bit of Goliathry so that David yeah. could really come in hard. Well, it's that thing of like, to win a, a slam like that, you've got to, you've got to be at the very uppermost of your level, haven't you? You've got to yeah. be outstretched. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it takes a while to get to that level yeah. when you're playing. And exactly. And that's what he needed, you know. And this is what's wonderful He needed the tennis. shock of a 6-1. Yeah, right. I bet that hasn't happened for a while with him. Yeah, that's right. And it's right. just like, oh, all right. I'm really going to have to Here we are. <laughs> yeah. And then you get like, And not say, think. I'm going to have to not think too hard about this. You get this. this huge heroes and villains, this kind of mythic um, story, this drama that plays out in front of you. But also, at a mechanical level, it's... Is what's happening on the ground. It's about two players who can get shots back that you can't, you can't return, having to deal with someone on the other side who does the same Who's thing. Just getting the shots back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which ultimately, in the scope of tennis, is incredible because it telescopes into longer and longer and longer points. Yeah. Which culminated with that juice. That yeah, half that went for juice. Ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was incredible, and it just felt like. It was like brilliantly surreal. It was yeah. actually at that point I had to run into the supermarket to get some booze. Right. <laughs> and I thought I thought I was gonna come back and they'd still be at juice. Yeah. But also, like you were saying about the big story, this is about running, guys. Tennis is Tennis is running. Because you've got to run. You gotta run to get the ball. Yeah, and also it's it's ultimately just you. It's just you and the game. And you've got your body and your skills, but that's just the start point. It's what you do with your head and your heart next. But um uh, yeah, he. Uh, it felt like Djokovic was like a, you know, a god. He's a mortal playing a god in yeah. tennis terms. And then, it, and when he won the tiebreak, that was the end of that. Yeah. And yeah, the, yeah. the whole thing, the whole dialogue. Yeah, because Djokovic himself says to other players, um, "I always win the tiebreak." Yeah. <laughs> so when he didn't, it was that was it. The, the whole. Tom the edifice, the edifice starts to crumble. D but Jump then also, it's like Superman going, looking at his own, after being punched in the face, Superman 2, and saying, what? Yeah. <laughs> but then you also look at Alcraz's record in tie breaks, and he doesn't lose many either. No, exactly. <laughs> he, he is. It's like, it's like he, no, one, no one was really examining him. Best tennis player oh, in the world. <laughs> but, um, and, so and what, it's, what a session it was. But it's also that thing of, um, of not thinking so that you so that you're playing so he's still got the presence of mind to play those drop shots in the last set which yeah. people don't tend to do because they're no, tightening no. up so he he's didn't turn up at all so he's oh, like the way he played it out yeah so he's lining up a forehand drive down the line and then he changes feet to do, to do a left to right drive and then at right at the end he decides to do a drop shot yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's just killer it's killer yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and Jock old, old Novak just couldn't, even with a seven-minute toilet break, just couldn't deal with it. Yeah, well, that's like, he's such a player, isn't he? When he needs to get angry, he's angry. Yeah. When he needs to fall, when he needs to string it out and annoy the umpire, yes. he wants to go to the toilet, he just, let's go right here. Yeah, he um, does so, yeah. And that's, you know, like you say, like it or hate it, that's who he is. He's the, he's, he's, he just wants to win games. He's, he's the person you don't want to play tennis against. And as you get older, those tricks, you know, like McEnroe used to play the crowd... Jimmy Connors, it's just become, you're just trying to stay, stay in the game, aren't you? Yeah. Win, you know. Also, because <laughs> he's older, when he went for that toilet break, he took his pipe. Yeah. <laughs> and the observer. Yeah, the evening standard. <laughs> he put a bet on. Yeah. <laughs> he took a mug of Horlicks. <laughs> and sporting life. 
<laughs> no, Pint of mild. Yeah. <laughs> sporting, <laughs> sporting life. All right, now he, he put his cap on. Yeah. Give me twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I wouldn't go in there after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let right, it, after let that, it settle, Alcaraz. Don't go in yet. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, well, I watched. I had a gig on Sunday. Uh, Do you have to go out before the end? Quite right. No, I didn't. But oh, thank goodness. But you're quite. It's quite us because, and I watched the whole thing. I rarely watched the whole Wimbledon final. Yeah. But it's quite training, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Imagine being a player. <laughs> well, yeah, and I absolutely, uh, you know, I'm sure that this is irritating to all kinds of people. I'm sure it's irritating in the nicest possible way to you, in that I don't follow sport at all. Yeah. Wimbledon is like this sporting event of my year, really. Yeah. But that's the thing, is unusually, I get about football. Generally, people are like, oh, I don't like it. Or they're into it. I totally get about it. I just don't follow it. But it's partly that. I'm not... We said it the other day, and it's true. I'd rather watch films because it's safer. The, <laughs> the yeah. person you expect to win is going to win. You yeah. know, sport happens in real life. The uncertainty, yes. And the uncertainty is the, it's too much, too rich for my blood. Yeah. But, um, well, I've, I've, I've had a strange to because I've finally got into cricket. Yeah, which is again, which I amazing. never got into. I just never watched, enjoyed on any level. Some and I have been enjoying it. Yeah. Some similarity with tennis, the way it's like trying to light a match, cricket. Yeah. And a match is a, is a word that because sometimes it just is fine, and then other times it just goes off. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, something's yeah. happening, you know. Yeah. But getting into that psychology of different players and yeah. the tactics, I can see why people. Want to sit down for five days? Yeah, and cricket also. <laughs> I was going to say about how cricket. love how tennis. The most wonderful thing about it is how personal it is because yeah. they're all playing on their own. Yeah, their personalities are really come out in their games, and absolutely, yeah. Their that, their, their mood yes. comes. Out, so everything can change in you're, five minutes. You're revealed. Like yes. if I, oh, I'm winning. I get wobbly. You know, it's, it's yeah. just amazing the way it can shift in that way. Like 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 the like the Novak thing. It's like everyone said. You know, the game of tennis ended when, changed, when Alcaraz won that really, really long game. Yeah, yeah. There's a shout for that, but yeah. Novak went on to win another set. Yeah. So I think, really, he lost it when he smashed the racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was a moment. Yeah, but it was, he kept trying... A set down in the he last... He was trying not to... A sort of serve down. down that Alcaraz could win. Yeah. And he could, and he did. And then but once it, you smash your racket, it's like... Cricket, when it really works is, and I think this is also true of football, but football's tidy because it takes an hour and a half. That's the difference. But uh, it's a good team game has that element of individuals and personalities within it, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. I think the difference with... You're right with the time thing, because football's continuous, isn't it? Yeah. And cricket is like... You know, changing fielding patterns, who bats, who, who, you know, who bowls when. in who, and out. Yeah, it's sort of... Yeah, it's... it's uh, it is fascinating, yeah. and I've resisted it for 53 years. <laughs> uh, and, and life's I, been okay. It's been fine. Also, it's been fine. <laughs> being a fan of football, it's almost, it, particularly in the days before the internet, there's almost a, well, there's a sense that the, the fans are very much part of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's an element of fiction to that. There's truth in it too. The crowd is a part of it. But as an individual, you feel like your deep investment in what happens is reciprocated. Yeah. Whereas if you're watching the cricket or the tennis, you kind of drift in and out. Yeah. Whether you're there or not, it's not going to affect the outcome of the game. And that's interesting. Although it's quite sort of... Oh, photo opportunity. Yeah, you're more sort of participating in it sort of 
almost commentating, aren't you? Sort of jeering at things or, yeah, I mean, you know, well, tennis yeah. fans do like to feel part of it, but the, to what extent they affect the result. Yeah. And Novak plays that, sort of try to pretend that everyone hates him. They don't. No, no, no. He, there's a lot of love for him, but, it's, but he's he likes to create that ambivalence. In know? fact, there's something brilliant and kind of, not cynical, but very unfootball about how... Um, our, what little allegiance tennis fans have. Yeah. They basically support every, whoever, morning mad party, they support the underdog. At any moment. In any given situation. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they want the match to continue because they're paid right. so much. And on, the, <laughs> and on the other hand, they, they have that with the, I love that with the players. I love that like, you know, but sometimes in the comedy they say, these two went on holiday together last summer. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. Or, you know, and then when every now and again, again, only when it works, but there was one point in that final where Alcaraz played it was such a good shot. And Djokovic just turned yeah, around he and went, gave him a, he, gave it, he applauded him a couple really of times, Djokovic yeah. did, yeah. And again, it's not like that isn't a power play, but it's no. a very, it's a good one. Yeah. And, uh, and again... You maybe try to soften him up a little bit, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then smash him around the head with his racket. Yeah. Do you need to... Uh, no. In a, this is nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's unusual for us to come past Kemper's house and for you to not to go... <laughs> down to the... Down to the... You know? How's your body? Feeling all right, yeah. Enjoying the sun. Went on a long run on... Well, fairly long run on Tuesday. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Feeling pretty loose. We're hoping to do a park run this weekend, aren't we? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, we said, uh, let's get a photo here. Um, we said, we went to Wanstead Flats the other day and said, we always say we're going to go to... Um, here you are, come in here with me. Can you get in that one? Look at that. And then Lovely. We're, oh, the that's amazing. At, isn't that beautiful? Consistently gobsmacking the view from Kenwood House. It's a, a splashing in the oh, lake. The I think view. it's the dog pond. No, it's the bird pond. The view over Kenwood. You know who'd like it here? Fardy Do you know who'd like it here? Who? Kenwood. Kenwood, yeah. <laughs> Kenwood. He'd love it. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
So yeah, well, take me through it. When was this long run? How it was, was your weekend? It was cool. What was the, the weekend? It was just. Oh my goodness. It was just. It was just gigging. It was just a, yeah. a series of. Under, un, under, underpaid gigs <laughs> in the capital city. Uh, Someone's feeling strapped. <laughs> You've mentioned money twice in the last one. It was. Uh, no, but they were good. For, you can't put a price on laughter. <laughs> you, you can't. I it's wish you could. It's priceless. Um, and I really enjoyed the gig I did on Sunday, which was just the 99 Club, but Ruby Blue or whatever is in the middle of town. Right. That was lovely. I did Backyard Cabaret. Oh, yeah. Uh, Friday, Saturday. Now, that's why you was in your head to not be being paid enough, because they really don't pay enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mentioned it on the Friday. Yeah. On stage. Right. <laughs> Had a good moan. No, I was with someone who <laughs> lives somewhere far away. I can't remember who lives there. It might have been a Scottish guy. Someone who doesn't live anywhere near London. Yeah. So I've got it in. They're paying, uh, what, you know, whatever the money is. Yeah. I'm going to have to cancel that. I mean, it's just... Yeah. I couldn't lose money to do the gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That doesn't make sense. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nice. But the, nice gi- the gigs were great. Tried a bit of news of all good. So that was it, really. It was just Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, gigging. Um, and where did you... Where did, when, where, when did you run? I went for... Well, Tuesday, I just went around. I did a longish run around... Uh, Highgate Woods and with old Liam. Oh, brilliant! Went yes. Well, um, with no plot spoilers because, uh, but um, can you give us the headlines on that one. Just good fun. Just yeah, great. Lovely. Just great to hear his stories about the sort of transition from, you know, recreational runner to Welsh representative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along yeah. with like ultra great tales of ultra victories. Yeah. Such a gentle, steely soul. Yeah, I reckon Liam. A couple of uh, unknown. Djokovic's have smashed their tennis rackets as Liam's come sailing past. They absolutely have. Last yeah. year or two. Yeah, so that's uh, so that's in the bag. That one. Um, Bless him. I did a Bakewell Park run on Saturday. Oh yeah, Bakewell. Bakewell. Where's that? I said I was going to do Ghoul, didn't I? Yes. But basically, I had that. Everyone kept saying to me, "I'd say so I'm doing Scarborough on Friday." And Brighton on Saturday. Yeah. And uh, everyone was saying, that's, it's, a long, it's a long way. It's a really long way. Yeah. And I totally... Which it is. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but you know what? Go on then. It was really great. And the thing about it was I really lent into it. You know, so I thought yeah. rather than driving slow, spend a load of money on pasties, yeah. um, just feeling sorry for myself, I was... Uh, I, I, I was, uh, what's the phrase? In for a penny, in for a pound. I did everything. Right. Um, and of course, the other thing is, great time to be doing long drives in the car when Wimbledon's on. Yes. Really fantastic. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, so, so when you say in for a penny, in for a pound, what does that mean? It means you got up really early on the Friday? or It means, you, it means that yeah. on Saturday, I didn't only manage to get from Scarborough to Brighton. I went from Scarborough to Bakewell, ran the park run, got home for lunch, had right. lunch in the family, picked up my wife, wow. went down to... Where is Bakewell? It's in Derbyshire. Right. Um, but I'll tell wow. you this story, I'll tell you from the day before, it was terrible, terrible weather in the, um, Scarborough. Yeah. Um, which was... And I drove up there listening to the tennis. That was great. My hire car was a little black Fiat 500. All right. It's really nice. Nice, yeah. That kind of suited me. Yeah. I don't really want a car, but if I did have a car, it'd be that one. And uh, kind of slightly ridiculous because I'm quite a big man. It's quite a little car. 
Yeah, they're quite funny, those little cars. You can't go too fast, can you? You've <laughs> no. got to just get in the slow no, lane and be one of those myself. people. You get yeah. to a hill, like, like a hill on the motorway, that, yeah. like in running, a hill that isn't really a hill, changing down <laughs> and leaning forward. That doesn't help the car go faster, does it? Screaming, come on! <laughs> yeah. And also... Might like, be seen in the perfect storm. The first time I used the car, I can't remember, I went to see my mum. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because I went up and saw my mum and we went to... Uh, we had a real emotional moment because we went up to... Because my mum's moving away, right? Yeah. And my dad is uh, laid to rest near her old house, her current house. And we, so we went kind of uh, to say goodbye to the whole scene. I mean, we'll be back. Yeah. But that was, uh, that was really special. Era. Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, but the reason I mentioned, the reason I thought of it is because that was the first day I had the car. Next day, I put my guitar and pedals in the boot. Drove off. I was like, "What's wrong with the car?" Yeah. <laughs> My guitar and pedals are heavy, not that heavy. <laughs> they weigh less than twenty kilos. Yeah. And the car, car was like, "What have you got in the boot there?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't realise this was used to the heavy load. <laughs> anyway, half so you got up very early on Saturday. Yes, I did. Yeah. But it was nice because it was good to be able to leave my Scarborough's great. I really want to spend longer in Scarborough. Can we find an excuse to go there and do like a run and stuff? I love Scarborough. I mean, I think I've been there three or four times. Certainly three times. And every time it's like in and out, in and out. It's, and there's something really special well, about it's it. It's where I started it's running. Drum. And there's an awful lot of great running stuff around Scarborough. Yeah, yeah. Some great trails. I mean, obviously, you've got the Marine Drive, but... You go the other way on the top of the hills, they get out to Aiton and Kate and down yeah, by the yeah. beach. I saw go to Oliver's um, Mount, run Andrew, around Scobby Mills. Andrew, we know through online and stuff. It's lovely. Thank you to everyone who comes to gigs. Yeah. It's nicer to just put more and more real-life faces to names and Twitter no, pals. lovely. And uh, we were saying about how didn't even have time to stick around and do, what's it called, North Yorkshire Water Park Park Run? Right. This is the, this is a good that's the one. Oh, that sounds good fun. And uh, it was brilliant going down to the spa. You know where the gig is. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's got this little theatre in this old, you know, classic Victorian place. Yeah. And uh, the weather was so bad. You know, I pulled up outside. <laughs> I, did, I had a classic sort of constantly inverting umbrella in the sideways rain. Yeah. And the cliffs to one side and the, and the optimistic, colourful lights. Funny, Through yeah. the rainy haze on the other side. And then you go in the building and everyone's in there, good to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the crowds are nice crowds in Scarborough. Are there, and once they're indoors, they're all right. Yeah, they're really nice, yeah. And uh, a lot of seagulls, a lot of seagull noise. Yeah. Constant, <laughs> all night long. I went to the hotel. Where was the hotel? It was, it was the, probably the weakest of the chains. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was right in town. It's just some behind rope, the There's some ropey hotels. I, went, I mean, first of all, I went there to check in. I had to phone the phone number on reception twice right. just to get someone to give me a key so I could go in my room. <laughs> It's like, this is, this is basic, this guys. This is literally entry-level yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just trying to get in, fellas. I went to my room. I think that this, particularly the, uh, the probably the worst brand of generic hotels, they, they kind of dress their rooms deliberately bleak. Yes. <laughs> to remind you how so much yeah. the only one who don't give <laughs> you Encourage you to work hard. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep you honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know keep you away from happiness we've got you here now i went in there it's late at night but it was still light because it's summer yeah um so it wasn't late at night anyway i opened the curtains looking into kind of a light well yeah but hey that's hotels you don't always expect to see view looking into the abyss and there was a uh, there's like a net across to keep the birds the seagulls and everything from getting in there yeah and on this net was a dead baby seagull <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, 
And sorry to trigger warning if you don't want to hear this, but it's sort of, yeah. it's head and neck sort hanging down through the net. Lolling. Swinging like a tolling pendulum of yeah. doom. <laughs> yeah. And with this constant Obviously attempted suicide, yeah. Around. It was one of the bleakest <laughs> things I've seen. <laughs> and I watched Alcaraz um, yeah. beat Medvedev. Yeah. And... Uh, Annihilate Medvedev. Yeah, and I mean, that was interesting because you were saying about getting older, it feels like uh, Medvedev seemed much older than Alcaraz. Much yes. more than, so there is an element of choice to that, isn't there? Yeah. It was like, he's like, oh God, I'm old now. And he's only, he's, he's about 50% closer in age to Alcaraz than, than Djokovic. He's also dealing with the, psychologically, the, the war must be weighing heavily in those players. Yeah, yeah. Because right. it's just affected how he's perceived. Completely yeah, unfair. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume he had nothing to do with the decision to, to invade Ukraine. Yeah, but you it's going to make things a little bit darker. It absolutely, will, it absolutely will do, yeah. So, uh, so he won Alcaraz. It was made it very easy to get up and leave that hotel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing that didn't make it easy was the... Breakfast between half four and five, because that's when people want to get out of this place. <laughs> I had to go to reception to get some coffee sachets. Again, oh. entry level stuff, guys. Come on, mate. Come and on, And then first. coffee. Just, I mean, just the worst. Up from London wants a coffee in his room. What, you want to check in? He does a podcast. <laughs> he didn't like the dead bird we laid out for him. <laughs> Have you set bed oh. up? I put a dead bird under a pillow. <laughs> That's it. In other posh hotels and countries, they put a little chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dead seagull, it's I slaughtered a seagull and sprinkled its entrails on the duvet. <laughs> no night! But there is a there's a beauty to scout but that I miss. Absolutely. I'm constantly trying to get my wife to move back there when we when we're old or at least see if we can rent a holiday chalet by the beach a couple of weeks or something because I just love it. Obviously, well, that's linked with my we'll talk childhood to, and stuff. We'll talk to the store. We'll get them to send us both back. Yeah. And uh, we'll go together and do some running. No, that'd be great. Yeah. And, and obviously, maybe there'll be an event or we can... Well, there's obviously there's a, there's a 10K, the Yorkshire 10K, but that clashes with the marathon, which we're both doing. So Yeah, yeah. It's not really on this year. But yeah, so something along those lines. And yeah, that, I love that Victorian magic. There's yeah. All, but, and it's, it's actually the, the sort of... Um, it's the most uh, clear version of that thing you get everywhere, which is the British seaside town. The yeah. kind of the bleakness and the beauty. Slightly, and slightly going to sea, yeah, yeah. but retaining some of its sort of innate buoyancy because you're just yeah. by the coast there. You know, and you people are still donkeys, using it, donkeys, and that? donkeys and candy floss and yeah, yeah. jumping in the sea. And, and when you add in the weather, the drama of the weather, it's just yeah. great. I took a video. Donkeys, of, candy floss, and hail in the summer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I panned around, I videoed the uh, cliffs and then the beach, and the beach was just like one flat, glassy layer of water on the sand yeah. with some very unhappy-looking seagulls just standing there, like silhouetted. Yeah. One person walking a dog. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> pan around, as I say, to the town itself with the bright lights and then to the 
quite, um, you know, a fancy venue we were in. Yeah, it just and, smiles uh, awfully, yeah. But I also added to that a certain level of sadness in that when I watched the video, I had, of course, pressed play at the end. Right. So it was a video panning down away from that building to my feet in a puddle. Right. Great skills. Yeah. Old man attempts to work phone. Social media. This is yeah. going to be wonderful yeah. on the TikToks. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. going to go wild for Snapchat. <laughs> Only fans. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what these things are. Rob's OnlyFans. Just your feet. You can make some money off your yeah, feet on OnlyFans. Let's not even get into it. So, uh, so yeah, I got up at nine minutes past one. Yeah. And uh, got in the car. Now, I headed off, and I said I was going to Ghoul, but I realised that if I wanted to be home for lunch, which was sort of vaguely possible, yeah, I needed to do as much of the journey as I could. Right. And then I still needed a park run near to my route. And uh, That's a great bit of parkrun sourcing you've done there. Yeah, well, I, this is the kind of stuff I fuss about when I'm yeah. in hotels. I'm always looking at the course pages and seeing where they are. So, of course, I've done Bakewell Parkrun. Right. I it's know. the one we did as part of the Marathon Talk Weekender. Right. Which was the... Uh, I wonder if anyone actually got COVID at the Marathon Talk Weekender. Because it was just... Just pre-COVID. About two weeks before lockdown. Right. And uh, we went down to... Uh, yeah, this Bakewell Park Run. Well, it's really lovely. It's, a, it's an old station yeah. on the old railway. So no station, no rails. Yeah. And the station is like a cafe and a garden centre. Yeah. And it's one of those. It's like the Parkland Walk, but it's in Derbyshire. Sounds great. Yeah, and it was two and a half hours uh, there. And I got there. I actually got there quite early for me at Park Run. Yeah. And, uh, so you could have a little warm-up sort of thing. Met some people. Some people... It's just so nice, this thing, the social thing of doing gigs and going to park runs and people saying, particularly because of the nature of what we do, people say, hi, Rob. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's lovely. I really do. And, and also, it's park run, so you get to talk to, I just got talking to this woman behind me in the queue for tickets for the car park, and she was there from Wiltshire, and, you know, just nice stuff Just people stuff like from that. all over the country, yeah, it's lovely. But it's funny, because I had said to the guy, oh, it looks a bit different to last time. He said, yeah, we used to run off that way, and now we run off that way. So it's in the opposite direction. Yeah. Same park run, completely different park run. And I thought to myself, it's great, because it's flat. Yeah. It's going to be really fast. Right. And apparently, it used to be uphill and then down. And now it's downhill and then up. Right. And I thought to myself, how how bad can it be? It's a railway line, you know? But it was pretty... Uh, downhill and up's going to kind of lull you a bit, isn't that's it? That's right. It goes down. And, of course, yeah, you set off going downhill and laying out as much speed as you can muster. Yeah. And then it flans out a bit and then drops down again to the turn back. And then you're going slightly uphill. Right. For kind of 80% of the way back. And the... Uh, That's tough. Yeah. The, it's it's going to smart. It's going to smart. It's... Um, you need a tough metapacron. Don't be queer. And I did. I felt that. I felt that. And this, but it's a bit of a story of my life at the moment. I felt like... I really kind of went for it. Yeah. And I felt very hot and sweaty. I felt like I was hanging in there towards the end and like I put it all out there. And I think I got quite a good sort of place in the field and a good steady pace. Right. But it wasn't a great time. Right, okay. And I think that... I don't know. I well, the, well, the longer pill's going to take it off the time. A bit. Yeah, but I keep hearing myself it? saying things like that. Yeah. I kind of need a, a cold day on a genuinely flat park run to, to, get, a re- to, get, to get a reading. To get excuses, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But um, really great, nice place to be. Back in the car, home for the, ve- the classic Deering Vegan Kedgeri. 
and then oh. we went to Brighton. Oh, that sounds great. What to do the forge? Yeah, although I was doubling up with a gig in a village near Lewis. Right. And uh, and Judy was with me. We went to uh, went to check into this Airbnb in Brighton, and the uh, bohemian older couple who owned this massive house, it's just like their spare bedroom. They were like, oh, we're out at the moment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, okay. <laughs> so that wasn't that deal. Any plans for swinging by? That's the accommodation right. that we've paid for? <laughs> yeah. Wonder if I pop around to my own room. Value for money and all that. <laughs> and then I, um, so yeah, you can't have a nap in the pub. Right. But it was a nice pub. Yeah, the gig. Have you done? No, you wanted done it. This is beautiful. Well, I did I've done double. Forge, but I haven't. Where did you? Which one was it? A, it was in uh, Kingston near Lewis. Right. It was in a village hall in a village. Yeah. The poshest, most beautiful village, in the in the lee of the South Downs. You remember when we ran along the top of the South Downs? Yes. It's there. It's like at, the, at your feet there. Right. At the nice. bottom of that escarpment. Nice. And all the people at the gig lived in the village. I, I like mean, those like a kind gigs. Of fiction, yeah, I like those gigs. Tend to be great. Yeah, well, you're, you're can, they can be a bit posh, but they all like each. They all know each they other. Know each other. They're up for a bit of ribbing. Yes. And up for a bit of tripping, which is yeah. terrifying. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm just relying on people not knowing what that means. <laughs> yeah. I know I don't. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and that was really nice. But it's such a, the village hall vibe was was amazing. You know. Um, uh, yeah, it's one of those places where where you think. I should move somewhere like this, but you know, if you did, it'd be an absolute nightmare in about oh, a week. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you've got to be loaded to live in those places, haven't oh, you? Oh my word, yes. They're all so loaded. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. We went for a walk, the 11th century church, yeah. the walk up the hill, the old, um, oh, just all these old places. It was, it was a really superb kind of, uh, we really crammed the holiday into a few hours. Also just a little bit surreal because it was so windy right. on Friday and Saturday. Yes, it was a bit windy, it yes. Was, it was very strange. Yeah, they, they, shut the, they shut the Highgate Woods off on Saturday. Yeah. And along the Parkland Way, just a massive tree had fallen, along, fallen across the Parkland Way. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty, pretty powerful. You just picked it up. But it yeah, oh, yeah, I picked it up. Because I'm a turf mother. Yeah. Picking out a pick up the tree and cooking up, clearing the trees for the Parkland Way. Mr. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Where's that go? Don't know, mate. Yeah, and I was just going to say, let's go that way, and, and that's not, that's not bother. Um, I, uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was yeah. a real thing, and then, and the gig was nice. And then, the great thing is the forge is. Oh, I love the forge. The forge is a lovely it's a gig. Yeah. Excellent gig, and but so different. Yeah. You know, I, I had a really nice time, kind of, even though they were lovely and everything, just easing the kind of well-lit audience who all know each other. You know, it's a bit like an AGM or an assembly. Yes, it is a little bit in like the best that, yeah. way. You got to tease them into what a gig is a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and when you do what I do, you've got to take them to a point where you're doing, you know, big, full-on, throwing your body around, pulling faces, loud music. You know? Yeah. You got to warm them up to that in a, in a way that was that was real fun. And then you get to the forge, and it's like, a, yeah, it's like you're doing your own. It's a special on American. It's venue. a really nice gig. Yeah, there's something very cool about that venue. It is. It's really cool. Yeah. And again, the uh, well, first of all, fans of the uh, podcast in the audience again, hello, lovely, yeah, and uh, and just just such good interaction, just really good, loose, fun, yeah, stuff. It is like that there, isn't it? You can get, you can feel like. You're performing at them, but you can feel like you're in the middle of them. Yeah, that's right. As well, because of the and space. And I think it's physical, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. You, you're there in the middle. You've got to play to left and right because the audience is coming yeah. out. And then the audience are engaged. And 
they're really there, you know, you can really riff on, yeah. they're with you on the silliest bits. No, they're lovely, yeah, really nice energy. He's done something well there, hasn't Yeah. Oh, so that Steve. was wonderful. Really good. And then, I feel like, listeners, we only have a certain level of patience for me and Julia's amazing weekend, but on uh, Sunday we made another pilgrimage to Charleston. All right. The Charleston Farmhouse. Yeah. Do you know what that is? I don't know what that is, no. It's, uh, it's, where the, it's the Bloomsbury Group's country house. Yeah. Vanessa Bell and Duncan Grant's house. Right. And uh, so, in the First World War, Vanessa Bell and her husband Clive Bell split up, but they still stayed married and they loved each other and stuff. Right. They just weren't a couple anymore. And Vanessa Bell went, went off with Duncan Grant, who was gay, and his then partner. Right. And they went there to this farmhouse because they were conscientious objectors, so they had to farm. Yeah. There's this freezing cold house in the country near Lewis. And that, what they really did there was art. Oh, okay. They painted all their paintings and they collected their paintings and they made pots and they had kids and they gardened. And nice. it's just this yeah, kind of, kind of basically how you want to live. Yeah. Oh, God. And they've it's, got like, that. it's your place, it's your gaff. Yeah, and they've yeah. all the. Every wall is like loosely painted, like all the cupboards and all the doors and everything is. And it's all so free right. and loose, but it's all beautiful. It's, a, it's an absolute. Perfect. It is, it's a. Flipping cathedral to a lifestyle, you know? Yes, yeah. And uh, A life well lived, yeah. And, uh, yeah, really special. And it really makes you think, you know, we go there. We were saying we're going in here to to say, what can we take from this? What, what inspiration? You know, trying to open up the creative side of the What can we take from maybe, maybe some knickknacks. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's a plate, yeah. A painting. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. the first thing I saw was a pot. Yeah. It said... I didn't say on it, Ordeus. Right. Like, uh, some, some kind of Latin word I didn't know with links, to, it turned out to the word audacity. Right. Because I said to the And you thought, guy, I'm, I'm, said, I'm having that. Yeah, I had it. I, popped yeah. it <laughs> I would have brought it home, but I broke it. Yeah. Run, run. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Come on, car. They're here the again. Hill. The deer inns on the rob. Meanwhile, yeah. the car. You've got two people in a guitar in here. We're not going to be doing any quick getaways They turned up last week, nicking again. <laughs> they work as a team. The hot one goes by the name of the hawk. <laughs> he runs a bit. Be careful. <laughs> Should be able to catch him on foot. Yeah, they, they come over all nice, but we'll go them up at their jumpers when they leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed to go there. Now, this part, I asked them what this Latin word meant. Yeah. And it meant, let us dare. Oh, nice. Let us dare, Paul. Nice. Let us dare. Let us. We can't, have we got lost? No. We haven't got lost as such, but we no. have gone a different way. Right, it's good to go a different way. I know way, where we are, it? but I didn't know we were going to be where we are. Ooh. In fact, I would say we're sort of left. by the. We're sort of by the. Yeah, we're at this end of things. Right. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know where If we, we go are. that way, we'll end up off the heath. Oh, we don't so know where. Let's not do that. No, this we, we, we want to sort of go back to the calf sort of thing, don't we? Be yeah, that would be ideal, yeah. yeah. I don't even know how that happened. Because really, we should get started and talk about what's happening in the month ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you though, that last day, it was absolutely wonderful. House. Yeah. Um, and I tried to take that stuff from it. And then Sunday was great because after that, we came home and we listened to most of the tennis in the car. Nice. Sometimes I couldn't get it on BBC Sounds and we were listening to it on, on AM. Right. It was like it was 1980. Wow. Driving through the southeast of England, listening to 
Wimbledon at an AM radio. Perfect. Better time travel. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And then came in in time to watch the end of it on TV, which of course completely different vibe. Yes. The radio uh, commentary is just amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a bit of back chat about the TV commentary. People, a lot of people are. I'm going to go Andrew Castle yeah. for sort of over-chatting. Right. Yeah, I mean, I definitely miss McEnroe. Yeah. I really like his sort of, his sort of languid, vaguely acerbic, but really honest was manner. Was he not doing any... Oh, well, sorry, bro. Was he not doing any uh, comedy? Was he, was, he, he was doing it for American television, so... Oh, I see. So we missed, we missed that, but... No, and they were pushing on the radio saying, if you want, you can watch it on TV and listen to our commentary, which is right. a bit cheeky, but their commentary's really good. Yes. I mean, I think that it's good in general, but they had, like, the A-team. They have three people. What, Mr. T? Yeah, he was there. Yeah. <laughs> because he was supposed to fly... What are you talking about? No, 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 please. Smash his tennis racket because he's a fool. Seven valid fool. <laughs> he just lost that point. Uh, fool, fool. How long do you want to take between serves? <laughs> that was a big thing we know about when it's taking more than 25 seconds oh. between serves. <laughs> just constantly, yeah, the nine. <laughs> it was usually about nine, That's the, the bouncing. Sound of the tennis ball yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then pull at the top the crowd. Trying not to shout out during that bit. <laughs> but mentally, it must be. I think it must be something to adapt to for Alcaraz, because every, every now and again he went off on four bounces, but normally it was nine. Yeah, yeah. And you've just got to be ready. Yeah, yeah it could go any time. Yeah. And then it, when it was windy, yeah. sometimes it would blow away, or he'd drop it, or he'd go again. Yeah. Then it starts soft, again. Soft waves. Another 25 seconds. <laughs> and then whenever he got called out for anything, everyone got, oh, I can't believe the umpire called him out then. Yeah. So it's because he drove him to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just going mad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, on the radio, um, on BBC Sounds, Five Live, they got one guy, it was two different guys doing different sets. Yeah. But like sort of leading the commentary and hosting it in a really classy way and specifically calling the rallies. What a skill that is. Yeah, that's really tough. I mean, generally, yeah. whisper it, broadcasting is pretty straightforward, isn't it? Yeah. But... um. He's hit it. He's hit it again. He's hit it. He's hit it. He's hit it. So much better. He's hit it over. It's cross court drop shot. Yeah, I know. I know. It's incredible. Serbian, who yeah. uh, in front of Brad Pitt, who's in the crowd today, yeah. to his forehand. Incredible. And when you look at Brad Pitt's it. lovely neck, how does he do it? <laughs> the guy's nearly six to the forehand. Yeah. And, and <laughs> just amazing. And yeah. then uh, Marion Bartley was there. Yeah. And she's excellent because she was getting so into it, like really out of her seat, excited. Brilliant. But her analysis is superb. So she's lovely combo, calling it. it. And yeah. she's great because she's like, it's just good radio because you've got he, I'm Mr. BBC, I'm calling the shots. Yeah. I'm Marion Bartley from France. Yeah, a different voice. Every now and a again, different voice, yeah. With really good sense of holding, holding back. Pat Cash. Yeah. Just running in something that's slightly funny at the end of the Guy. Yeah, a little bit troll at the Honestly, end of the rally. That, that was, it was, uh, I, I, I think I write to Barry Took yeah. and say how pleased that was with what the BBC did. Good, yeah. yeah that's my point of no, view. No, it was lovely, yeah. Um, a lot of kids out today. A bit of school sports days coming. Yeah. It's the last week of term for last most week of kids. Term. Congratulations again. By the time you hear this, it's too late. But happy, happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. And, um, you can feel the urge, can't you, to go on holiday? You can just oh, feel yeah. people starting to Absolutely. drift um, drift away. The only issue with the Wimbledon final is when I came in. Like I say, stop, I've got some drink yeah. at the supermarket. came in, and during that last set, 
another reason probably why it's not good that I'm not a bigger football fan. God, I drank so much lager so fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, this game's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was, I drank yeah. a can of beer while I was yeah. saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Monday was really hard. Yeah. Long, dark hangover of the soul. So this is <laughs> with no... Ooh. Ooh. What's happening, Paul? That's going to make... That's going to make the next track session a little bit tough. Yeah, it's a hazard. They're obviously relaying the track at Parliament Hill Fields. They're going to do it. It's going to be new but better, though. Isn't it? They're not getting rid You'd of it. You'd have thought so, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a new, better track, though. I mean, yeah, that's a major refurbishment. Because it was it anywhere season, other than Hampstead. They'd just be getting rid of it and building houses on it. Yeah. But here, uh, it turned out we had some money. Yeah, so, that'll uh, be, uh, no, that will be great, though. They, yeah, obviously we'll have the night, they obviously had the night of the 10,000s there and then just, yeah. just, just, just dug it all up. Can actually yeah, good luck with that. That'd be good fun. Yeah. One more thing that happened in the week. Yeah. When you were out um, on the uh, way back from dropping off the hire car on Monday. Yeah. I ran back, ran long. Yeah. I had to run 10 miles despite the fact that I was hanging yeah. <laughs> after the tennis. Yeah. And uh, so I did. It was lovely. And I recorded the running tracks radio. It was really good. And then I got to, uh, I went to check out whether that path is open for Frinsley Park's not yet. Right. Got to Woodbury Reservoir. Oh, right. Do you know what I did? Did you? You ran around it. Ah! Get in. Let us dare. Get in. Well, do you know what? Flicking V's at the cafe as well, you went past. Well, then I thought, well, this is, you know, this is, uh, <laughs> listeners have heard this. I'll take it on. The and saga. then I thought, I'm a bit grumpy. I'm a bit bad because I'm, not, I'm waiting for someone to stop me. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get away with it. I want Come to and have a go if you think you're fast enough. And I met this guy. Yeah. And he was, I said, he said, you're actually not allowed to run. I said, I actually know. And he said, well, have you got a I said, no. He said, can I explain you? You know, we made friends. Right. On Bumperly. Yeah. And he said, and I said, look, this, this, as we were talking, a pushchair went past. While I was running, someone in the powered wheelchair went past. I was like, what about, you know, I want these people to come here, but yeah. how come that's okay? He said, well, well, just give me a minute. You're a big guy. You're, you're running. You're like, you know, not a big guy. You're five foot, six foot up. Right. You're running. I see he was a predator. Absolutely. The little birds fly away. Absolute garbage. And the flocking birds will follow you. And you're affecting their behaviour patterns. And I said, well, all right, that's very well argued. But never physically witnessed. <laughs> I mean, in all our time there, we, did you ever feel followed by your flocking birds? Well, there was that time. Yeah! 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 And what's, but, what that's, but that's different because I am actually uh, uh, beset by a seagull curse. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't have... Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I don't <laughs> buy the whole thing, but. But I thought you'd like me going. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate the, the effort. So listen, dear listener. What a lovely run. Yeah, well. Lovely run. Send us some PBs. Should we get, we're going to do, we, I reckon, we're going to, all, uh, you know, nothing constitutes a verbal contract, but we're going to go to Wanstead Flats, do the park run and get some PBs, yeah? Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, maybe I we mean, ma maybe not for each other, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> oh, we'll God, have no, some we'll PBs to yeah, announce. Yeah. We'll need your yeah. PBs. <laughs> also, though, this is a, uh, we're going to uh, run around the heath some more. Yes. So this will be a nice uh, um, part, part one and part two of the summer run. But, uh, well, thank you to everyone who's subscribed so far. If you become a it's fan very kind of the commentary, of you. if you'd like it's to hear the rest of, of this you. run, you can, go, you can hear it straight away. But don't worry, if you're not... If, if you haven't subscribed, you'll have to wait a week. It does sound 
doesn't seem. I've heard people on another podcast doing this. I feel just, <laughs> just feels mean. No, no, we're, we're absolutely <laughs> rubbish. Whatever you want to do, <laughs> we feel so guilty. About <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Trying yeah, well, eat. let's there. It's there if you want it. Yeah, uh, yeah. and also um, we've got some. Uh, we, we're putting together some uh, box sets. So if you don't want to subscribe, but you want to chuck us a fiver, you can get like selections from the like interviews, and marathon yeah, sections. Exclusive interview with the aforementioned Liam McIntyre, which you can uh, now get over there. So subscribe, please. Marathon and if, you, if that makes you um, uh, disappointed in us, then sorry about that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to us on ACAST Plus now for ad-free listening and more. Happy running. Love you. Kiss, kiss.